The Minister of Tourism and Transport addresses capacity issues that our cargo port currently faces. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solins reports. The Honorable Kenneth Bryan at the Cayman Airways press conference earlier today shares that a strategic outline case for the expansion of the Cayman Islands cargo port has not only been accepted by Cabinet but gained approval to proceed with the development of an outlined business case for the project. I should note that our cargo port serves as a main port of entry for at least 95% of all ports to the Cayman Islands. The strategic outline case has outlined that the capacity to bring goods through the port are currently stretched. And the reality is, within 10 years, we will also be nearing the capacity of the vehicles that are currently being called here. Taken together, this means that the port will not be able to handle the level of cargo required to support our growing economy and population. Our cargo vessels are also no longer in the best shape and being replaced by bigger ships that our port and cranes cannot accommodate. The Minister of Tourism remarks these issues are not new but will worsen if not dealt with soon. By starting this process now, the government is proactively attempting to gather all of the necessary information so that, the inf- so that informed decisions can be made to resolve this pending problem and calls for us to either expand the existing port facility in Georgetown or to establish a port at an alternate location on the island. So far, there are several locations under consideration. Given that this process is a major undertaking by the Port Authority, the Port Authority intends to recruit a project manager to oversee the business case process, which will be carried out by independent financial experts. Minister Bryan adds that he is requesting the full report be uploaded to the MOT and Port Authority website for the public to review once completed. I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. You can watch today's conference on CIGTV's YouTube channel. Cayman Airways kicks off non-stop service between Grand Cayman and Panama City starting Monday, June 26th. Radio Cayman's April Cummings reports. The tourism industry is still in post-COVID recovery, and with the Ministry of Tourism setting a target of 70 percent of our 2019 arrival numbers, the hope is that the Panama route will go a long way toward achieving that goal. Cayman Airways CEO Fabian Worm says the twice-weekly service will operate year-round on Mondays and Thursdays. We are timing our flights to arrive in Panama round about midday, spend an hour and 30 minutes on the ground and then come back to Cayman. What this does is it puts us right in that sweet spot for connections. So whether it's connections inbound to Cayman that would take place in Panama and or connections for passengers leaving Cayman going to elsewhere connecting in Panama, the schedule is designed to maximize that opportunity. Mr. Worm says they're also leveraging an excellent hub. The Tokomen Airport is one of the, the best hubs in the world when it comes to connectivity and in-transit travel. When I say in-transit, this particular airport is actually designed that if your bags are already checked all the way through and you have a boarding pass, you do not have to land in Panama from an immigration perspective. You can simply walk from one gate to the other gate and board your flight. 
Cayman Airways will be partnering with Copa, Panama's national airline, which he says is a significant part of the United Airlines network and connectivity through Central and South America. Mr. Worm says another benefit of the new route is the ability to tap not just into business and trade or leisure, but health tourism as well. We're actually creating an environment that will allow that sector of our tourism product to grow even more because Cayman now becomes more accessible to provide these services. The president and CEO of the National Carrier says the previous seasonal Panama route was discontinued in 2015 because of a strategic decision to focus instead on the Dallas route. He says he is confident in the financial viability of this route at this time. April Cummings, Radio Cayman News. Tickets for the Cayman Airways Panama route are expected to be available in about two weeks. The hour and 50-minute flight, as April mentioned, is twice weekly. Tickets are expected to cost around 400 U.S. dollars. And it was during the Cayman Airways conference earlier today, Minister for Tourism and Transport, the Honorable Kenneth Bryan, took a moment to address the February 9th conviction of Ms. Cayman Islands Universe, Tiffany Connolly, for assault. Following the conviction of Ms. Tiffany Connolly, the Ministry of Tourism issued the statement which read, and I quote, The Ministry of Tourism and Ms. Cayman Islands Universe Committee are aware of the summary court ruling in a criminal case pertaining to our reigning Ms. Cayman Universe Ms. Tiffany Colony. The committee, along with the franchise, in consultation with Miss Universe organization, will explore the available options pursuant to inter alia the contract between Ms. Colony and the committee and the franchise. Unquote. The Minister of Tourism says he intends to review the franchise with his colleagues and will inform the public on what is decided. He wished Ms. Connolly well as she has been relieved of her crown, welcomed the new reigning Miss Cayman Islands Universe, Chloe Paradoxy, and thanked the Miss Cayman Islands Committee for their dedication. The Tourism Minister also revealed that changes are happening within the Miss Universe organization on the whole. Minister for Tourism also revealed that changes are happening within the larger Miss Universe organization. How this will affect the Cayman Islands Committee and contestants is unclear. Due to this uncertainty, it has led the minister to question if, quote, the ministry acting on behalf of the Cayman Islands government should continue with the franchise. He said it may be that the country would be served better or get the same benefits if a private individual or a private sector company held the franchise. Minister Bryan said this will be under review in caucus and cabinet on how best to move forward. In other local news, cabinet greenlights new regulations that force businesses to advertise temporary job vacancies on the Jobs Cayman portal before they can submit a temporary work permit. We get more on this now from Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin. This means as of March 1st, all local job vacancies will need to be advertised on the Workforce Opportunities and Residency Cayman portal for 14 days prior to the submission of a TWP. Acting Interim Director of Work, Jeremy Scott, tells Radio Cayman this amendment will align the job registration process with that of full work permits. This new requirement means that more jobs will be posted on the portal. Therefore, work will be better able to assess the employment industry, as well as forecast what required skills job seekers need in an effort to close gaps that are in particular employment categories. Having this data will be vital to building a strong and capable Caymanian workforce. Therefore, we encourage all Caymanians seeking employment to register on the Jobs Cayman portal. The aim is to allow for, quote, increased visibility of employment opportunities for Caymanians. Out of 55,000 applications, work reviewed and made a decision on last year that more than 21,000 were on temporary work permits. For the month of January, 
January 2023, 1,830 were approved. Government says the high numbers could be used as an indication that employers are using it as a first step to import labor instead of taking the time to find a suitable job seeker locally. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. Back-to-back price increases are logged at Cayman's pumps for two weeks in a row. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller has more. According to the overall Retail Network Weekly Analysis of the Cayman Islands done by the Utility and Competition Regulation Office, the average price of self-service regular gasoline is $5.46 a gallon, which is up 13 cents since the last check on February 4th. Premium self-service gasoline jumped $0.03 to $5.72, and diesel spiked $0.14 to $6.01 a gallon. For a quick comparison, three months ago, prices were $5.85 for regular, $6.24 for premium, and $6.56 for diesel. For Grand Cayman, the cheapest self-service regular is reportedly being sold at Jose's, where Allfrag says it's $5.15 a self-service gallon. The average price for regular gas in Cayman Brack has fallen $0.25 to $5.75, Folks on Little Cayman are still paying $7.29. On the diesel side of things, Offreg says the cheapest self-service option is refuel, where it's selling for $5.39 a gallon. According to AAA, the average price of gasoline in Florida fell to $3.42 USD for regular, $4.11 for premium. Log on to offreg.ky for a full breakdown. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. And we'll leave you with this one. Cayman's emergency responders brainstorm ways to optimize a widespread urban search and rescue operations in the wake of a major natural or man-made disaster. CIGTV's Donna Bush reports. Well, this week, the Cayman Islands Fire Service, uh, supported by the Ministry of Home Affairs, conducted an urban search and rescue strategy discussion with key stakeholders from Hazard Management, Cayman Islands, the Royal Cayman Islands Police Service, Emergency Medical Service, uh, Cayman Islands Cadet Corps, the Cayman Islands Regiment, and His Majesty's Prison Services. Now, urban search and rescue, technical rescue operations involve the location and extrication of victims trapped in an urban area, namely structural collapse due to natural disasters and explosions. Speaking to the visit uh, from the UK, USAR experts chief uh, Randy uh, Rankin said, quote, CIFS is always looking at ways to improve and professionalize our service to ensure our firefighters are equipped to provide world-class service level response to emergency incidents on the islands, end quote. Now, the team conducted a gap analysis of the current USAR capabilities to assess operational risks to determine the areas for improvement, capabilities, and training. Emergency response partner agencies were also invited to ensure they're working together to make the Cayman Islands self-sufficient. That's CIGTV's Donna Bush reporting there. That is your latest local news. From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shana Gallego.